Hey everyone, and welcome back to Let Me Figure Out My Life Real Quick. What am I doing? Am I overthinking this? Do they really like me? Or are they judging my choices? Why should I even care? Am I on the right path? What does my future look like? Just let me figure out my life real quick. Okay. No more dating app talk. We are past the dating app series. Woohoo! Cue the cheers, the claps. Oh, yeah, all the good stuff. I'm done complaining about dating apps for the time being. And if you're sitting there like, what is she talking about? Then you must be new to the podcast. So, hello, my name is Meredith, and I basically spend each week on this podcast talking about how I'm trying to figure out my life in different areas, and I just spent the last three weeks talking all about how I'm struggling to figure out my love life and my relationships, and so I decided to take a stab at some dating apps, and it was a struggle, let's just say that, but I am so excited because today is the start of a new series, hopefully a little less complaining than the last series, but I still gotta be real and honest with you guys and let you know that I'm sitting here on my bed. It is New Year's Day of 2021. I am wrapped up in my new heated blanket that I got for Christmas. I love it so much. It's a Walmart special, I believe, so go get you one if you need to stay warm this winter season. But I am just reflecting on how crazy of a year 2020 has been, but at the same time, how things have not changed yet for me this year in 2021, and I'm feeling a little sad about that because I got to admit, when everybody was saying, like, I'm so excited for 2021, it's going to be a brand new year, everything's going to be great, the world is going to be so much better, you know, but when everyone says that, you kind of expect to just wake up New Year's Day 2021 and be like, wow, my life is amazing now, the world is amazing look at this. It's a new year, a new life, a new me. But so far, this just feels like another day. So I'm about to change that. Today, we are going to get inspired on this podcast. I am going to be talking about what I'm going to do this year to try and figure out my life. And hopefully, if you're kind of feeling in the same position I am, where you're just like, I don't really know what I'm doing this year. I don't know how to make it better than last year. I don't know what changes to make in my life. Girl or boy, I got you. I have some strategies lined up here on my Google Doc that I will be talking about today that I'm really going to try and implement in my life to make this year better than 2020, but also while staying realistic that things are not going to change overnight. I think there are a couple New Year's misconceptions that a lot of people have, and that first one is what I was kind of just talking about, how people think a new year, especially 2021, means that the world and their lives will suddenly be different, and all of a sudden, everything will be great. Realistically, I love the phrase, new year, new me, but it's never really worked for me. That's why I'm calling this series, New Year, Same Struggles, because I'm still struggling with the same stuff I did last year. Maybe by the end of the year, I won't say that. That's the goal. And because I have this podcast where I take you along with me on my journey, 
you'll get to see firsthand whether or not I succeed in figuring out my life this year. But the sad thing is, if I do figure out my life this year, then I don't know what this podcast will become. So, you know, I don't know if you want me to figure out my life or not. But the point is, my life has not been figured out yet just because it's a new day and a new year. So I think it's kind of funny how people say that. I love the positivity, but you got to be real. It's not going to happen that fast. New year, same struggles. The other thing that is really going to be the topic of today's episode is the whole New Year's resolutions, misconceptions, and and what I'm doing instead of New Year's resolutions this year because I kind of feel cheated by New Year's resolutions. I'm not the biggest fan of them anymore like I used to be. And I think it's because I'm realizing that not only me, but so many other people in the world struggle to actually keep New Year's resolutions. Like, it's January 1st right now. I am tempted to write down some New Year's resolutions, not gonna lie. That sounds really great right now. Sounds like it would get me super motivated and pumped for the year. And I think that's what a lot of people do because it is motivating to write down resolutions and be like, yes, I'm going to change my life this year. I'm gonna walk away a different person but then you you don't end up following through on them. You know, the classic, like you get to February and then all of a sudden you're like, eh, just kidding. I don't want to do that anymore. And then you don't. And, and then the next year comes and you're like, oh, this year will be the year, but it's not the year either. It's, it's a struggle. It's a never ending struggle. And I think it's because we struggle so much to form the right habits that are necessary to get to our resolutions. Habits are so difficult to form. I've been reading books about habits recently. Atomic Habits is an audiobook I just listened to. 10 out of 10 would recommend. It has some very interesting points in there about habit formation and getting rid of bad habits. But yeah, when it actually comes to doing it, it's really hard. And even after reading those books and listening to the audiobooks, I'm like, I don't know if I I want to do that. So that's one of the reasons I'm not really doing New Year's resolutions this year is because I'm lazy. But I have a different strategy in mind that I really like and I did it last year for the first time. And I'm sticking with it because it actually had such a larger impact on my life than any New Year's resolution ever has. And the crazy part is it's so much simpler than New Year's resolutions. Like you literally don't really have to do anything except think of this one thing and then live it out throughout the year. I mean, I guess it does kind of require work, but it's not as much upfront work and thinking and goal setting as a New Year's resolution. So let me just tell you right now, my different take on New Year's resolutions is instead of having those resolutions, I've decided to set a word for this year. And I know many of you have probably heard this before. It is becoming a more common thing. I heard about it from this book called One Word That Will Change Your Life, I believe it's called. It's on Amazon. And it really made me think. And my whole family is doing this now. My friends are doing this now. And we did it last year and it was just crazy to see how big of a difference just having one word as your intention could make for your year. Like I said, I think I got more out of last year having just a word to guide me than I ever got having lengthy and complex New Year's resolutions. So 
really the whole idea of having a word for your year is that the focus becomes less on things you should do or goals you should accomplish and more on how you live your life every day and, you know, what you live your life valuing, I guess. It's almost like a big value that you want to carry you through the year. And if you have that at your core, then you'll in turn get those things you want or accomplish those goals that you have set for yourself in the back of your mind. It's like you need that word, that motivation to help you in all areas of your life and that actually can do more for you than just having one resolution that you work toward the whole year. It's less focused on those material things and accomplishments and more on just your lifestyle and the way you live your life in general. And I think that almost makes it more successful because you can easily have a New Year's resolution to, let's say, lose weight and you can get there and do it and it's awesome. But then what happens after that? it's very easy to get back into your old habits. Even though you accomplished the goal, you didn't really think about what would happen after the fact. And I think the whole word thing is like, well, okay, it's not so much that you're saying I'm going to lose weight this year, but maybe you say discipline is your word. Then you go through that year knowing, okay, I have to be disciplined and all of these areas of my life and you become disciplined enough to not only lose the weight but then you keep that word in your mind and you're able to keep off that weight and continue those healthy habits and I think that's just a really cool way to look at it and like I said I'm all about less work up front so this seems like the lazy person approach and so I'm all in to this word thing and so that's what I'm doing this year. But before I get into what my word is this year and how I'm really going to try and live it out, I want to talk to you a little bit about what my 2020 word was because I haven't really talked about how 2020 went because, I mean, I think we all kind of know how 2020 went. I won't have to get into too much detail here, but I think it's interesting because at the beginning, at the beginning of 2020, when I... and and all of us, we had no idea what the world had in store, I chose my word to be fearless. And I think it's very interesting looking at how the year turned out. I had to really dig into that word more than I ever would have thought. And I am just proud of myself because I think for the most part, I actually did live this word out. But I mean, it's not so important whether or not I lived it out. I did, you know, have a lot of opportunities last year that I'm super grateful for. I was fearless in the way that I kind of rebranded at the end of last year after feeling stuck for a little while. I was fearless in just my personal life and relationships and friendships. I mean, gosh, trying the dating apps, that was... That took some fearlessness right there, and so I definitely was able to live it out in many ways, but I don't bring it up for that reason. I think what really stuck with me and what made me want to do another word for this year is that I thought about the word fearless so much, and I didn't expect to, you know, especially because the beginning of last year, I wasn't really taking this whole word thing too seriously. I was like, okay, I'll... I'll set a word and we'll see what happens, but I didn't expect it to be coming into my mind like every day. 
Seriously, every time I started to feel unsure of myself or scared to take a risk or stuck in any area of my life, for some reason, the word fearless always entered my mind. It was like it was ingrained in me, and whenever I heard that word in my brain, I typically took the fearless approach to whatever problem I was facing, to whatever area I felt stuck in, and that helped me accomplish so much last year that I am convinced I wouldn't have been able to accomplish without setting that intention of being fearless at the beginning but of the year. with that said, I was not by any means 100% fearless in every area of my life and everything I did last year. And I think it's totally a growing and learning experience. And I was thinking, like, I could use the same word for this year. I think I'll always have fearless in my mind now that I've had it for one year in my life. I, I kind of still have it in me. So it's going to be easier as time goes on since I still have that in my mind. But when I was kind of reflecting on how last year went, I realized that the times that I wasn't fearless, the times when even having that word in my mind didn't do enough for me to actually be be fearless in something, the reason why that was, was often because I found myself lacking the confidence to do it. And I mean, if you don't have the confidence to be fearless, you can't really be fearless. So that's why this year, 2021, my word, kind of similar to fearless, but it's a little different. It's confidence. And this really encompasses so many areas I'm struggling in. Not only does it kind of explain why I wasn't 100% fearless last year, but it explains all of my bad habits, my negative tendencies. I literally wrote down a list because I just thought of so many areas of my life in which I lack confidence or need to gain confidence. And I know I'm it's sounding like I'm just putting myself down here. I think at my core as a person and my values, I can be confident in that. But a lot of times it's that surface level stuff, whether it's appearance or what people think of me or fearing judgment from others, that kind of stuff is what I'm struggling with. And was struggling with last year and that's kind of what prevented me from reaching my fullest potential was holding back because I wasn't fully 100% confident in every aspect of my life and I know it's really hard to be confident in every aspect of my life I'm not expecting to just go from zero to 100 by the end of this year but I think having that word confidence in mind will help me continue to be fearless continue to just be happy with myself and take care of myself and do things for myself and not so much for other people. So different areas that confidence kind of encompasses for me. First of all, I struggle with overthinking big time. I am a chronic overthinker. I'm convinced it's a syndrome that I could die from one day. Wow, that got really dark. Um, so we don't want that to happen. That's why confidence is my word this year, because I don't want to die. Wow, so inspirational. I know, this is where my mind goes. Anyway, I overthink the past very often, past conversations I had, past decisions I made, always wondering if I could have said something differently, or if I made a different decision, what the outcome would have been, or if someone thought I was weird for acting a certain way. I think you know what I'm talking about. 
but I also overthink decisions that I need to make about the future and that could affect my life, even if they are the smallest decisions ever. Like, I overthink what I'm going to eat for lunch every day, and sometimes I overthink it for such a long time that by the time I decide, it's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon and I still haven't eaten lunch, you know what I mean? So that's kind of a problem. I also worry about the future a lot. I mean, part of it is overthinking, but part of it is just worrying about things I can't control and the unknown, I think, is scary for me like it is for a lot of people, whether it's my future job, how much money I'm going to have, what my lifestyle is going to be like. It's easy to worry about the future. And with that, (laughs) I also have the feeling that Sometimes I'm just not doing enough to prepare for my future, and I even if I'm accomplishing a lot in the present moment, and there are things going on in my life that I should be proud of and enjoying, I'm always kind of on to that next thing. Like, okay, well, I, I did this, this is cool, but what's next? What do I need to do now to set myself up for success? And I'm always future and forward looking, which can be a little... A little rough because it keeps me from living in the present moment and appreciating all the good stuff that's happening right now. And of course, also that prevents me from having fun a lot of times because I'm not sure about what my future is going to look like. I'm not sure if I made the right decision in the past. And sometimes I have to look to other people to remind me that, hey, I, I'm fine. I did the right thing. I'm on the right path. It's going to be okay. But all of this goes to show that I'm lacking some confidence in my life, and I'm not afraid to say it. It's vulnerable to put myself out there like that and to admit that I'm not the most confident person all the time, but I think it's important to say that because it can be so easy to look at other people, especially our age, and think they must be so confident, they must not have any struggles, they must be just living their best life. But in reality... I know that I go through all of these issues on daily, and I think a lot of other people do too. But that's why I'm making confidence my word this year, because I think with just a little more confidence, I can keep myself from overthinking so much, from worrying so much, from seeking validation from other people, and instead just being confident and sure of who I am from the inside out. And that's not to say that I, you know, need to have these unrealistic standards and expectations of myself and think of myself as this perfect person because I think part of being confident is realizing that you're not perfect and that you're human, but embracing your flaws and your imperfections. That's literally what I write about in my book, Practice Makes Imperfect. And it's funny because I literally write about this and here I am still struggling with it, but that just shows it's not like something you can just get overnight. It's something that I've been struggling with forever and it's a learning process and a journey, but I'm hoping that by having my word as confidence this year, I can really help myself just embrace who I am flaws and all. Some specific ways that I'm hoping to gain confidence this year is in my brand, Genuine Girl, this podcast, Let Me Figure Out My Life Real Quick, and just being more open, more vulnerable, and 
being open, not just in this podcast, but also on my social media, on my YouTube channel, about what's going on in my everyday life. Because I talk to you guys on this podcast once a week, and I kind of share the biggest updates, the biggest things I'm struggling with. But I want to be more confident in just sharing what I'm going through on a day-to-day, because I think that makes it even easier to connect with me. I don't just want to be someone you listen to once a week and then go on with your life. I mean, hopefully we can be friends and you can feel like I'm a relatable, helpful resource to you. That's the goal. And so I think to do that, though, I need to be more open about sharing my life online and just everything that's going on in my everyday, even if I'm living the most boring life ever, just kind of sharing that and being open and interacting with my audience more, too. I think getting you guys engaged and helping you kind of connect with each other as well is something I really want to be confident in in 2021. I'm not sitting here saying that I have the biggest audience on the planet. I'm not this huge influencer. I'm not a celebrity by any means, but I do want to really appreciate the audience that I do have because you guys are doing so much for me and I can't thank you enough. So I want to show you I appreciate you and also help you get engaged and get more out of my brand and my podcast and all I'm doing than just sitting here and listening every week. So that's one way I want to, you know, really use some confidence to just expand my brand a little bit. I also just want to be more confident in my friendships and relationships and personal connections with other people. Um, I, I want to be more confident in who I am so that I can more easily seek out new friendships and relationships and not feel like I'm weird or that people won't want to hang out with me, all of that stuff. And I also want to feel more confident in myself so that I can better pour into other people and the current friendships and relationships that I do have in my life, I think will only be strengthened if I have more confidence in myself because then I can give more to others. Can't love others until you love yourself, right? So then this year is going to also be big for me in terms of jobs and internships and figuring out my future because I'm currently a junior in college, but this year I will be starting my senior year in August. And so real life and adulting is coming. It's coming sooner than I think. And so I'm going to really have to be focused on jobs and where I'm going to live after college and what my life is going to look like because it's coming up so soon. And so I just really want to be more confident in searching for opportunities and a lifestyle after college that I want. I want to be confident in pursuing my passions and wanting to just learn and, and learn new things, talk to new people, make new connections so that I can set myself up for the best post-grad life that I can. I think this year, the confidence in that will be crucial. And of course, just hobbies and having fun. I want to try new things this year. I want to take up new hobbies. I don't want my life to be all work and no play. And I think having confidence in trying new things will really help me because a lot of times I feel like I shouldn't try something because 
nobody else is doing it or it might look weird or, you know, there are a lot of things in life that I feel like I should be doing because everyone else is doing it but not because I really want to. So I think this year having the confidence and just doing the things that I want to do will be really helpful because it'll lead me to those passions and those hobbies that I actually want to do and will enjoy and get more out of rather than just doing everything for other people and not myself. So those are just a few areas that I hope I can implement a little confidence in this year, but I don't just want to end this podcast here because, as you just heard, one of my big goals this year with the word confidence is to get you guys more engaged. So I have a challenge to you before I end off this episode today. I want you, if if you're up for it, if you're feeling like, oh man, Meredith, I'm struggling, I don't know what I'm doing this year, I want to make changes in my life, but I don't know what to do, then I, I challenge you to pick your own word for this year. What's your word going to be? It does not have to be confidence. There are so many words out there, and I think on my social media, I'll probably post some examples of ones that I've heard in the past and used in the past just to give you some brainstorming ideas, but I want to know if you had to pick a word for this year that you want to live by and that you think could really help you change your life in the way that you want to, what would that word be? So, I want you to think about that. That's my challenge. That's your homework. I know. I'm I'm so cruel. I'm like the mean college professor assigning you homework when you just innocently came to listen to a podcast. I know. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. You can sue me. Please don't sue me, actually. Actually, I don't even know how that works. Okay. <laughs> Let's just move on from that. If you want to take this challenge, Follow me on social media at Miss Genuine Girl. I'll be posting on my Instagram and helping you join the conversation. I'll be sharing more about my word of confidence and you can share your words. You can see other people's words and get inspired from each other because this is such a fun thing to talk about, at least for me. I don't know if you feel the same, but I, I have a feeling if you're still listening to this, there's something about it that intrigues you. So I really encourage you to come up with a word for this year. Do some thinking, do some reflection on what you really want to get out of this year, not just in terms of goals or New Year's resolutions, but what kind of life you really want to have for yourself. And let's share them all on social media. Next week, I will continue this short series with a little more of what I'm doing to plan my life for the new year and really get some positive confidence building habits into place. So I'll be talking about this new planner I got, how I'm going to be planning out my life a little bit, what my scheduling is going to look like this year, what kinds of habits I'm going to try to implement. So if you need a little more inspiration or just want to feel like you're not alone if you have no idea what you're doing with your life, then join me next week because I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm trying my best and I just hope that I can help all of you. So That's it for this episode. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you will join me on Instagram at Miss Genuine Girl and give me your word of the year. Please join me on social media. I've said that like five times now. Can you tell? I I want you to I want you to join me. I want you to follow me. Am I desperate for followers? No, not at all. Followers don't matter. Nope. Not at all. Was that convincing? I don't know. I'm gonna get off of this before I get too into my crackhead hours. So 
Have a great rest of your week, everyone. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Let Me Figure Out My Life Real Quick. Did you figure out your life yet? Nah, don't worry. Me neither. If you want to keep figuring out your life, follow me on social media at Miss Genuine Girl, subscribe to my YouTube channel at Meredith Mistro, and check out my book, Practice Makes Imperfect, to keep figuring out your life with me. And don't forget to tune into next week's episode because I will still have some figuring out to do, and I want you to be there with me. Have a great week. I'll see you next time.